you went through six months of learning all these things. And then all you did was send a text with a lowball offer and did your first deal. So like you really didn't need any of all that other stuff. You (laughs) just needed some action. Yeah. You just needed to like, you know, send 20 texts. That's all you needed to do. Welcome to the zoom call. Xavier excited to talk to you. You're in Atlanta, Georgia, correct? Yeah. And you're doing deals in both Georgia and Tennessee. First of all, I love asking the question whenever we do this, um, what was it like during that journey of learning to taking action? What what happened to where you finally said, okay, I'm ready to pull the trigger, pick up the phone, start dialing, start calling, start making offers. How did you how did you bridge that gap from learning to doing? Um, not making any money. I said um, I, I felt like I mean I want to say I just woke up one day and and I was like, I'm gonna just first I'm gonna start off texting. And that's what I did. I just, I said, I'm going to take everybody on Zillow. Um, I came up with my little script I wanted to send out and I would just go down the list and like copy and paste, just changing out the address and my asking price. Like I would take Zillow's price, you know, um, the price they have online, like um, what the house is worth. I would just multiply that times 0.47 and like send the text. I was just, Sending texts. Okay, I love it. Hold on. Okay, so hold on here. So was this agents as well or just Zillow by owner? Uh, No, just um, by owner. Okay, so you were going under the other category. If it's by owner, then the the seller puts their contact info usually in in that listing. So then what you were doing, Xavier, is you were getting their phone number. You weren't even calling. You were just sending them a text. Yeah, just text message. It was like <laughs> cookie cutter, just copy and paste. Copy and paste. And, and what'd your text yeah. say? What'd you say in the text? Um, it's like, um, hey, my name's Xavier Ford. Um, I saw your your post online selling, you know, the address. One, two, three, um, Main I'd Street. Like to, yeah, I I like to offer this price and close <laughs> whatever date would be like two weeks from then. Uh, I would yeah. just have that date in there and send it. Okay. And and the way you were running your formula was you were taking the Zillow number, the Zestimate number, and then you were taking 47, 47% of whatever that number was, was your offer. Yeah. All right. There you go. I mean, like how much simple, (laughs) how much much easier can we make this than that? Like, are you kidding? You're just... You, there's no formula. There's no analysis. There's no looking at repairs. There's no comping for ARV. There's no calling up and having some elaborate conversation. There's no, there's no finding the four levels of motivation where you're finding out about, you know, the distress and and the condition and the urgency and all, and the price and all the, you're just texting a lowball offer hoping that you'll just catch somebody motivated enough to take it. That's, that was your philosophy. Yeah, it was listed for 45 days. Yeah. And yeah, she texted me back and said, like, okay. She was kind of hesitant. So, you know, she just wanted to know that I was real, you know, not trying to get over or anything like that. So she wanted to, like, talk to me on the phone. We talked once and then that was it. Okay. So one question here, and I know this is this is a great question, is why 47%? Um, so just based off of watching your videos, I was like, um, if I could get like a, a number kind of close to 
the number I offered her. I I, I figured somebody would buy it. Just yeah, it, it was just based off the numbers I crunched, just listening to you and yeah, trying not you, to procrastinate anymore. Yeah, if you think about it, um, between forty and fifty percent of Zillow is generally speaking is going to put you right around where you would need to be for a wholesale deal. If you want to do a quick and dirty, no analysis, just come to a very fast ballpark number between 40 and 50% is, is going to put you usually into a good deal situation that you can wholesale. In fact, um, I'm glad you do that because one of the strategies I'll do is I don't quite do it like that, but that's, I mean, that's brilliant that you're just texting. Now you do realize that if you were to pick up the phone and call those people and make those low offers, you'll increase your close ratio because you're, you're now communicating and building a relationship, right? Of course. Yeah. But it just goes to show. Go ahead. I'm listening. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. It just goes to show that we, we, we way talk ourselves out of this business. We way overcomplicate things and you literally can make it that easy and still get deals. Like when you tell me that you did that, it just kind of like erases any excuse somebody can come up with to like, I can't do this. I don't know how to talk to people. I'm not good on the phones. I don't know how to do analysis. I don't, all these reasons why we think we can't do this. And the reality is, is you made this so freaking simple and just did it. How many texts do you think you sent like this, doing this model until you got the first deal? Um, maybe. Mm. Probably like, i say about 20. About 20. Dude, yeah. that is so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. So guys, yeah, I, hope you're really, I, hope that's, I hope that's very inspiring if you're listening to this, that, that that's what you did. It's really, it's really something. So, um, okay, so you went in at 47%. Your text mm-hmm. message basically just said, hello, I saw your listing on Zillow. I'm an investor. I'd like to make a cash offer on your property on 123 Main Street. My offer is 50,000 or whatever 47% is of the Zillow number that you're looking at right there on right there on Zillow and then wait to see what they do. Yeah. And I tell them to close whatever 2 weeks from that date that take just 2 Okay. Weeks. We can close we can close in 2 weeks from today's date and and that's your text. Yeah, yeah. and then, and then copy and paste it copy and paste it just go. So are you still doing it that way or are you picking up the phone and calling? Um, so now I'm calling because I actually like missed out. I felt like once we met in person and, you know, I, I realized that I missed out on more money by not calling yeah. and, and actually getting her number because she was ready to sell. Like it had been online, online 45 days and she was, she was ready to sell. Had I called her and built the rapport, I probably could have offered like 70 or something and made much more money, but uh, you know, it's a profit. So I was happy, but I was, it was a lesson learned. Like I, I now I'm calling. Yeah. I text too, good. but I call more now. Yeah. What, what my normal steps are is whether it's a buy owner or an agent or whatever it is, is I call. Usually they don't answer because they don't recognize the number. Um, and then I immediately text and the text is designed to get them to call me. So the text says, Hey, I'm an investor. I see your listing. I want to, I want to make an all cash offer. Call me. I don't give them the number to force them to call me. And they're super motivated to call you because you said cash offer. 
So then they call you right away and now we're on the phone. But I use the text to get them to get on the phone. I don't leave a message usually ever because, but, but while I'm leaving a message, I could have just sent them a text and I know for sure they're going to get the text and they might or might not listen to the message. Right. Okay. So this is really awesome. So you, so you got this deal for a hundred. And when she responded to the text, then you got on the phone with her and mm-hmm. did you send her, uh, I mean, did you go look at the property or did you just send her a contract or how'd you get it locked up? Um, so I sent her, uh, I created the, the contract and I sent it through DocuSign so she could sign it. Okay. And she's like, you might, you may want to go see the property first, you know, before we move forward. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, if you agree to that number, then I'm just, you know, I'm just take a chance and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, I felt like the numbers were good. So whatever, but I still went and saw the property. Okay. And, um, I, I talked to her. She's like, how do you feel about it? I was like, you know, it's, it's great. It's, you know, it's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> and she signed it. She sent it back to me. And as soon as she sent it, um, I sent it over to the title company, like you say, and yeah. Um, was it, um, it was vacant then she wasn't living there. Oh no! It, yeah, it was. It needed a complete. It was a complete gut job. Okay, so it needed a complete gut. It was vacant. In your contract, um, you put a two week close, or what? What closing did you put? Uh, two week. Two week close. Yeah. All cash. Yeah, did you have okay. any any other contingencies? Um, no, <laughs> just no. Um, ten day. Uh, it was earnest a, money. Uh, no, no earnest. No money. earnest money. Okay, so you get this contract. Then you go on to Facebook, one of the investor groups in that market. Yeah. Okay. And and how did you market it? What'd you, what'd you do? Um, so I, when I went to go see the property, I posted all those pictures that I took from that day. And um, yeah, I just basically took the information from Zillow, you know, the, the year built square footage and um, the acreage and you know, things like that. And yeah. just created an ad. Um, I should have listed it for more, but I was just so worried about closing within those two weeks. Yeah. I, I kind of, I just, I just put it for 12, five just to see. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was 112. 112. Yeah. 112.5. And just to see, and I got a response quick. It was a lot of people on it. Um, I actually had a guy, he was willing to pay like 115 if I could close later. And I was like, mm. I, you know, I was like, I wanted to do it, but I said, nah, you know, I, I wanted to perform within those two weeks. So I went yeah. with another guy. So you probably realize this, but unless a seller's in a really desperate situation and the two-week closing is what wins the deal, meaning the most important thing is the speed, mm-hmm. then I'm, I almost always divert to a 30-day close. Yeah. Now, I mean, you want to see your check faster as well, but... I found that if you can put a 30 day close on your contract, it makes it much easier to wholesale because then you give your cash buyer time to close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. So if you would have had a 30 day close, you probably could have got 115, you think? Yeah, for sure. He was ready. That's awesome. Tough lesson to learn, but a good lesson to learn, right? Right. Yeah. You could have gone back and said, hey, are you okay if we push our closing back two weeks? And maybe she would have been okay with it, but. You know, on that first deal, it's more about proof of concept and getting to the closing than it is about the size of the check. Right. So I think you did the right thing. Definitely. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> and any issues with the cash buyer? Was he was he pretty easy to work with? Oh yeah, he was ready to. Uh, he was easy to work with. He was ready. He's actually, you know, I actually have him on the list. He called me a couple of days ago asking if I had anything else. Yeah. Um, he was ready. <laughs> he was ready. Okay. But yeah, no, no issues. Uh, he was happy. He went and saw it with his wife, and he was ready. He went and submit earnest money that next day. What was his earnest money? Uh, just a thousand dollars. Okay, she so took a thousand bucks earnest money, got that to escrow, yes. did an assignment, got that to yes. escrow, and then two weeks later closed he came in with the with the funds yeah. seller got paid out a hundred you walked out with eight yeah <laughs> yeah awesome man yeah. that went really smooth i mean like normally there's this hiccup or that hiccup or you know there's usually just so you know they don't all go like that right right <laughs> yeah normally <laughs> normally distressed properties also come with distressed title and distressed sellers and distressed like there's issues because it's just the nature of what we do. So, uh, but yours was like a slam dunk deal. All right. Yeah. Good My for second you. deal was like that. My second deal had a, it was a little <laughs> hectic. Issues and things. Through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but man, what a, so when that happened, try to explain to everyone watching this, what was that feeling like when you did it and you got an $8,000 check? What was that like for you? That is real. <laughs> it's not real until, you know, you actually get the check. And I would say till you get the check because anything could happen before then. And yeah, it was real. I got the check and deposited. I was like, wow. You know, I told my mom, she was like, you know, like she don't know anything about it. She's an actual, she does real estate, but she was not familiar with that, assigning contracts or anything. She's like, like, is that legal? <laughs> like, yeah. 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 How is it that you made eight grand that easy? That's not okay. Yeah. So proof that proof of concept. So then you were like, Jerry's not full of crap. It works. Right. Just based off of just, I I can tell, you know, the way you you talk about things and deliver different stories and stuff. I I can tell it's real. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about when you do it, when you do it, it just, uh, for me, when I did my first deal, it was definitely the same kind of thing. It was like, wow, this works. And then the next thought I had was, how do I do it again and again, multiple right. times a month? And that's that's where things are life-changing, when you can repeat the process and do multiple deals and right. then obviously transition into other cool things. But, right. but that's really amazing. What do you think was the biggest lesson you learned in that first deal? Or regrets or just what, what, was, your, what was your big takeaway? Uh-huh. Don't procrastinate. <laughs> no, if you want to do it, just uh, don't procrastinate. Do it. Just do it. You, yeah, that was my biggest lesson. Um, I'd say just, just do it. Baby. I mean, you went through six months of learning all these things, and then all you did was send a text with a yeah. lowball offer and did your first deal. So, yeah. like, you really didn't need any of all that other stuff. You, you just needed some action. Yeah. You just needed to like, you know, send 20 texts. That's all you needed to do. Yeah. You know, I love that. I, I really think, uh, I really think like people need to just stop watching YouTube videos and just go do it. I mean, watch the yeah, next, yeah. watch Jerry's next video, but then after that one, like <laughs> watch anymore, but, um, but you know what I mean? Like it's really does come down to just doing it and being consistent and you know, you'll run into some obstacles you'll find out that they don't all go that smooth. As you said, your next deal wasn't so easy and uh, you'll run into some walls and some roadblocks and you'll get frustrated. You'll get, 
discouraged. You'll get where you want to quit and you'll wonder, wow, is this really, why, how come they all can't go like that one deal did? And no, you might even lose money or do waste money on marketing. You'll make all the mistakes, but that's part of growing and developing and becoming the best version of you and really succeeding in this business is just going through those learning curves and failing forward and learning your way to success. You know, I, I'd like to say we don't earn, we don't earn our way. We learn our way. And I think that's life in general. Like we, it's the lessons from the things we don't do well that teach us the most. So, so congratulations. Love it, Xavier. I appreciate it. it. Guys, leave a comment and say, Xavier, you're a flipping genius.